0: Welcome to Reclaim Yourself Podcast, where you can find all things inspiring. I'm your host, Amber, and let's jump into the episode, shall we? Hey, hey guys, I'm so excited. I have Jamie C here, and Jamie, I want to tell you this. When I decided to create a podcast, I was toying with the idea between doing Instagram Lives or a podcast, and this just kind of worked better for my lifestyle. But when I was thinking about what would I do and what topics would I cover all the things, right? You were like top three that I wanted on here. (laughs) And Uh so the cool thing is I was able to manifest that because here you are. And so I wanted you to know that I'm super grateful for you being here. And it Mm kind of leads us into a big, you know, the arena of what you do and what you talk about and how you help people, which is in the field of manifesting. So you want to give us like a rundown of what you do?
1: Yes. Uh, First off, thank you for having me here. I'm so happy that we manifested this together. This is great. (laughs) Uh, So my name is Jamie C. I am a mama of two, a three-time business owner and primarily focus on now kind of just this year shifted fully into uh, helping beauty entrepreneurs um, with my business Salt Society, which is for generally men, beauty entrepreneurs. And then in terms of my other business, Rising Wolf, that is primarily for mompreneurs, female entrepreneurs, and that is energy work, mindset work, nervous system regulation, um, intentionally manifesting by kind of releasing um, nervous system loops, being able to consciously create the business that you want on your in your terms, right? Like not having to create a business that's like a plug and play of anyone else's because you are not a plug and play. Um, So that's kind of what I do. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with all things, manifestation of wealth and money and happiness and presence and joy, and kind of having more fun in your business and making a little more sexy and delicious than the standard go to your job kind of feeling as everything up
0: my alley. I, you know, when I was fun and sexy, yes, when I was younger and, you know, working side jobs, I always said I either have to be the boss or I can only work for myself because this is not working for me. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I opened my salon, but, um, I don't want to get too far off topic because you had mentioned, um, like being intentional in creating your business. I had a friend send me this TikTok the other day. It was actually kind of funny and relevant, I feel like, to a lot of people. And in the TikTok, the girl was saying, like, you know, I've tried manifesting. Forget that. I'm just going to start stealing stuff. And it's funny. It's meant to be funny. But it's also like there's that real side of it of like, Mm. wait a minute, I'm hustling really hard. And stuff isn't happening. So like what would you say to someone who you've you know is maybe going through that and like stuck in that loop?
1: Yeah. Well I think first and foremost, you don't have to try manifesting. You already are, whether you're doing it intentionally or unintentionally. Uh so manifestation is simply the byproduct of First off, your nervous system, because your nervous system is essentially what manifests, right? Um, Which I can get into the science of all of that, but it primarily starts with the the thoughts that you think, how you take action, and what you believe to be true about yourself and the world that you live in. And you really, truly can only manifest what you believe you can have on either on an unconscious, it's usually on an unconscious level, Um, and sometimes people on a conscious level really desire more and want more. And it becomes really challenging because they think that, and no fault of their own, we've been kind of primed that like the harder you work, the more you get. And sometimes that's not necessarily the case. Um I also do love a good, strong work ethic. So working intentionally is up my alley, but working harder at the risk of your mental health is definitely not, or physical health is not, not, not the vibe. <laughs> um, but I would say that you know, working intentionally is going to help you get there. But I think if they're stuck in the loop of feeling like they're not getting to where they want to be, it's really taking a step back and auditing the energy. And that in itself will be so helpful to where they want to go. Because I think generally a lot of people are are going on the on the hustle train, which really doesn't get them to where they want to be.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't feel good either.
1: No. <laughs> that wow. hustle
0: train. It's like when you, when you go home at night, it doesn't stop. So it's like, there's no break. You're just constantly, and I've been there and I'm coming out of it. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's so I- hard to break.
1: Yeah, it takes, a, you know, it, it takes a lot of intention and awareness of where you are currently to where you wanna be because at the end of the day, like you get to decide what you want your business to look like, how fun you want it to be. Because I think a lot of times we think that a business has to be all of these rules and restrictions and these are things you have to do and should do and you need to do to be successful. And sometimes it's the complete opposite. Like I am in full- belief that you can create a business, um, with intentionally manifesting, um, on your own terms, that feels fun, that feels like that supports your energy and that supports the life that you want to live. Um, so for example, this is funny, cause I was just talking about this on my podcast today. Um, and I don't know if you've ever felt this Amber, you may have felt this at one point, but where some other, maybe another entrepreneur had shared what worked for them. And then you kind of felt this unconscious pressure to do what they were doing to get there because it worked for them. But like on a, on a level where you're like, it doesn't really resonate, but I think I should do it. Like that's quarterly planning for me. Like it, I just, that's a big old barf bag for me. Like I'm much more of an intuitive business owner. Uh, I like to go month to month. And I think that always worked best for me. No,
0: I absolutely relate. Um, People will tell me like, you need to implement this in your business. And I'm like, that's not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna do i'm just gonna let you know i'm not gonna do that um but when it comes to i was actually on your live this morning during your podcasting by the way guys plug she has an amazing podcast check it out it's called there she rose i will tag it um but when you were talking about that i was kind of evaluating my own self and i'm like i kind of go day by day i do book appointments i do operate off of a calendar but when it comes to doing things in my business I'm like day by day. I just, I work best with that free flow. Like I need the freedom. And so I don't even plan a month in advance.
1: So you're doing better than me. (laughs) It's not even that it's like better. It's usually just like a, it's a topic. It's like, not even like weekly planning. It's just a topic of a general uh, route that I want to take or or topics that I want to cover. And then I break down the topic by week.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you, you need that like freedom
1: too. 100%. Yeah. Like, I, if I okay. don't have the freedom to be able to create the way that I want to, and I, I, the, I it's just not fun anymore because exactly. then I feel like I'm being forced to do something that doesn't resonate. Mm-hmm. That makes
0: sense, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. And that's why I love so much about like learning from you and working with you and High by Money Mama because this is how you teach people how to run their businesses because it's like you design it with yourself, and that's why I love. The human design aspect of High mm-hmm. by Money Mama because you're literally learning who you are. I had a huge breakthrough recently where I was doubting myself, doubt, doubt, doubt. It was this huge thing I couldn't move through, didn't understand it, I was like, I'm doing all the things. Why is this still here? And I realized, which Lindsay has also been on the podcast, she's there. Those are the two episodes before you, so people will have kind of a rundown of what, what we're talking about. Um, but I learned through human design. I'm actually designed as a human to doubt things for the purpose of like logical, logical questioning, which helps me working with my clients and the stuff that we move through. Um, and so all I have to do is learn how to harness that doubt in a way that is a superpower instead of something that I project onto myself. Right. And so That's this has been all- Yeah. It's been so big for me because I can accept this now and not try and get rid of this thing that's actually supposed to be here.
1: Yeah. It's exactly how you process information and what serves you best and how you move through information. So for me, I'm a, I'm a projector and I always found that I was always seeing the most, um, beautiful things in people and, it was a blessing. I always felt like it was a blessing and a curse that I could see these things in people, but they weren't ready to see it in themselves. And I felt like I had to be quiet about it, but I was like, I love pushing people outside their comfort zone and showing them what they're capable of doing, which is kind of how I run my business now, which is great. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like there was so much validation and knowing your human design when you're a business owner, because I think the things that you maybe would have second guessed or felt a little bit of doubt or shame around were actually things that are serving you in the most beautiful way that you just didn't know how to harness yet. Exactly.
0: It's been so powerful to step into this, but now that we're talking about it, can you give a little bit of like rundown on exactly what high vibe money mama is? Because I don't think we've done that yet. Oh
1: my gosh. Yes. Okay. High vibe money. Mama is my favorite. (laughs) It's my favorite. All right. So it is um, a nine-month high-level container uh, with myself as a mindset and business strategy coach. Um, Bridget, who you guys have heard from, uh, who is, I call her the energy RN. So she helps move um, through stagnant energy in the body that gets stuck and removes um, emotional blocks as you're expanding. And also a lot of nervous system uh, education which is so important when you're expanding because we don't even recognize that our nervous system is the thing that's actually manifesting all of these things in our lives and we don't understand a lot of the times with nervous system loops and everything so she helps tremendously with that and then Lindsay you guys have heard her before who helps our students hone in on the education of being able to run your life and your business by design which is human design. Um, and that was something that I felt really called to have her a part of the program because it's, I don't think we recognize we were saying before, we don't recognize how important it is to understand how we were designed and how beautiful it is and what a sacred gift it is. So three of us, um, do bi-weekly, uh, or bi-monthly calls rather. And we also have a nine month portal of education. There is so much in the night the portal. It's so much, but intentionally created and it's going to help you learn how to trust yourself, learn how to run your business in a way that feels fun and fluid, help you reach your goals, learn how to have a little bit more trust in yourself and money and expand and call in more wealth in the energy of ease. And then also be able to be very present because I think sometimes as a business owner, we can feel like we're doing all the things and we don't know how to delegate and we don't know how to give up control. And we don't know how to, we don't know how to do the things that we don't know how to do. And this is a lot of guidance on, um, from myself personally on how I've scaled three businesses with teams and giving that towards the end of the program. So people who want to be able to scale their businesses, we give them the ability to do that as well.
0: Um, and it's, it's life-changing. Yeah, it's absolutely (laughs) life-changing, Um, I, you know, before I jumped in, we're in, what is it month four? Yeah. Okay. Before I jumped in, I had all that doubt creeping up, you know, and, um, I, I took the plunge and decided to trust myself ultimately because I've taken smaller courses for me before and it was phenomenal. And I was like, this is like the big one. So of course I'm going to receive value here. So, um, do not regret that choice. I will say like the course is so easy to move through and it feels so good moving through, I've done courses in the past that were really difficult to move through. And I think it's because I was stuck in that like hustle, hustle, go, go, go. And so I thought maybe this would be kind of similar because it is like your big package that you offer um, that maybe like, what if I couldn't keep up with the work or maybe it was too much for me and then I would like tap out and I wouldn't finish, you know, or whatever. But no, it's so easy to move through. You guys have like designed it so well to be able to like implement into your life and actually see the benefit. So kudos to you. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Let me ask you a question though. So when you talk about wealth, what mm-hmm. does that actually mean to you?
1: So I think primarily a lot of times people would say that wealth means money, right? To be wealthy, right? To have, uh, but it actually means the opposite <laughs> to me. It's actually an acronym. So wealth broken down is worthiness Ease, awareness, love, and harmony. Did I get all the letters in there? I think so. I did it. So all of those, it's really truly coming back home to yourself without the conditioning, without the beliefs and, and perceived limitations that we believe that we have on ourselves of uh, what we think we have to do or need to do. And it's really coming back home to our innate superpowers, our innate um, ability to be able to have success in any kind of form that we want to. And the byproduct of feeling worthy as fuck and, and having all this awareness and love and harmony is Cash flow. Like that is because if you're really truly standing in what you love and you're doing it from a space that has your heart wide open, like you're going to hands down receive that as the byproduct. But a lot of times it's backwards. Like so many times people are trying to receive money from a space of having the empty cuff. Like I'm not feeling worthy of it. So I have to work harder. I have to achieve more. I have to do more. Um, and honestly, I, I think I've said this too on, on past podcast episodes, but when I had my own like really big things to navigate in my past, like work was a drug for me very, very much. So like, it was the easiest thing to put all of myself into when I didn't have any nervous system regulation education or any type of healing. So it was easy for me to hustle, like, but it was too much of a good thing because I was just, the moment I slowed down was the moment my nervous system didn't feel safe. And so I made a lot of my early, early business decisions in a trauma response. And I think a lot of times people don't recognize they kind of mistake motivation and hustle for not being able to slow down. Um, So being able to reverse that and then to be able to teach people how to do it intentionally and have more fun while doing it and then love not working, but also love working is great
0: yeah it's like the best of all worlds right yeah which is
1: life right we're not born to just be a slave to our business like that's not fun at all Mm -mm, it's not but you know hustle
0: culture which is very prominent will teach you that yes so um I know for me like the slowing down aspect I used to feel what did I feel like um like I wasn't work wasn't good like I wasn't worthy that would promote those feelings of unworthiness because I'm like, I'm not worthy unless I'm pr- producing something. And so that was really hard to give myself permission to just do nothing. It's okay to just do nothing. <laughs> and that was really hard to come into, really hard.
1: Yeah, I think in the first month, that's what we were doing. Um, and we were, you know, we were asking you to be still like the first month, like we were, re- we, were we weren't asking you to stop, just just don't do your job at all. <laughs> but we're asking you to stop creating all the time to be present in the moment. And we're giving you the tools to do so just to see how, where we're at with your nervous system. Because so many people are like, I feel like I'm not doing anything in this program right now because I'm not doing it. It's like, no, that's the whole point. You're doing too much (laughs) like you're doing. Let's slow it down and create from a space of stillness, because that's when your most magical ideas come. Because when you are in a nervous system loop and you're trying to create, you're creating from such a limited perspective and there's so much universal guidance that is literally just waiting to flood in, but you cannot receive it. If you're constantly head, head in the sand, head in the sand, create, 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 produce, 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 it's just not possible.
0: Right. I was definitely stuck in that. And I still have ideas that I want to create, but I've definitely been able to slow down and perfect the ones that I've already created. And I think yes. whenever you have the energy to put into your existing creations, that's when they become successful. So I'm telling that's you, this has been life changing.
1: <laughs> I'm so, honestly, it's so great to hear from from you and your perspective too, because you know we communicate whether it be through the Instagram chat or the voice messages or emails and things like that, or or on the group calls. But it's so great to hear from your perspective, just like this way. real time. <laughs> real time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really? no, I'm a I'm a super fan of everything you're doing.
0: Um, I find that I spend my mornings listening to a podcast of yours, and it's been like a new routine for me because it gets mm-hmm. me motivated instead of scrolling online or going directly into emails or whatever. I'm like, this is my me time. This is my slow down time. I don't have to be doing anything other than like
1: filling my cup. And yes, hundred so- percent. I think that's the best thing um that you could ever do, and I talk about that all the time. Is you know, the first thing in the morning is really when you're, when your nervous system and your brain are like, all right, time to recreate absolutely everything we did yesterday. Time to think the same, feel the same, do the same. And the second you like jolt and do something completely opposite, you give yourself an opportunity to be still and to receive different information, which in turn changes the way you feel, which in turn changes the way you think for the whole day. And, um, it's magical. I always say, you know, just avoid scrolling for the first hour of the day. And if you are doing that, no judgment, it's okay. Um, but just recognize what is it when you are done, do an energy audit. How good do you feel after you scrolled for the first hour of the day? Truly versus like, how good does it feel to listen to something more empowering, like a motivational mindset? Um, you know, podcast or YouTube video or meditation or something that just brings you back into your body or is just like allowing you to learn and to expand. You just see one, which one feels better.
0: I will say since I stopped waking and scrolling, which was a habit, admittedly, um, I find myself now at any time in the day, if I find myself scrolling, I even can pinpoint in the moment, like, this is not good for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to either unfollow it or, do whatever I need to do, and so I'm able to clean up even what I'm scrolling. So even my like even online is,
1: I don't know, aligning. <laughs> is that the word? I don't know. So it's it's really well, yeah, cool to have you're, that. You're um you, you're doing and again. I what you're doing is an energy audit still like you're, you're minimizing the, the things that don't feel good and maximizing the things that expand you and that make you feel good. So it's kind of like, I would say, it's like kind of like a Pinterest board, you know, like when Pinterest is like, Oh, she likes this or she saved this, then we're going to create more of this of what she's going to see. And so on Instagram, it doesn't really do that. Right. Cause you're just following accounts. Um, so you really do have to audit what you're What you're looking at and what you're consuming, because everything you're consuming is number one, going to directly affect how you feel about yourself, your ability, um, what you think you're, what's possible. It's also going to play that comparison trap because that's what our brain always does. It's constantly coming back into self and then saying, is that my life? Or is that what I think I should be doing? And then makes us feel like we're not doing enough.
0: That's a big one. What kind of advice would you give to people who realize, oh, I think I'm doing that?
1: Yeah, no, well, it's first off, it's very, very important just to be okay with the fact that you do it right. And no, I say this all the time. You cannot shame yourself or guilt yourself into loving a new version of yourself. It's just impossible. So being able to just sit there in that space and say, Hey, I just don't think this might be good for me. You know, there may be a time where, You have a little bit more casual time in the morning and you've audited your, your social networks and you have a cup of coffee and you're looking at mindset stuff and it feels good, right? There is a way to actually cultivate it, but just recognize what it's serving. What is it really doing for you? Um, And then in that moment, you know, know that you also have a nervous system response to this type of thing. So if it is a habit, there is a likelihood that you will, your body will kind of kick and scream and ache in a way to ask you to do it again. Right. Cause that's, that's what it does. It naturally will be like, wait. So the second you like, you stop doing it for like one or two days, like you'll wake up and be like, but I want to, but I want to, and it feels like you have to, like, it's almost like training a dog. Be like, sit, you're okay. Be still just for a minute and do something else. Like if you're, you're feeling like that, that urge Pick up your phone, go on YouTube, listen to Tony Robbins, pick up your phone, go on my podcast, listen to their show's podcast or listen to Amber's podcast or listen to any kind of podcast that's going to, where you're still using your phone in some kind of way, um, but for something for a bigger purpose.
0: Love that. And it was kind of, I was like chuckling a minute because I was going back to that first week. Was it the first week where we were moving through that? I think in high vibe. Um, second,
1: Yeah. okay. For sure. yeah.
0: I was very, like, I played by the book. I didn't bend the rules. I, I had my phone turned over. I didn't even use it as an alarm. I would not look at it. <laughs> and um, I found myself moving. I'm laughing now it's funny, but I, I found myself moving through some really hard stuff. I, this fear came up for me that, um, so like, I don't know, it was new for me. I didn't realize I had this, but I was afraid that like someone from my family would need to contact me for some sort of like emergency. And I mean, it was a real fear. And I think it's related to some stuff that I dealt with in the past, but it was like a, a trauma coming up for me that I had to move through that, like, it's okay. It's only an hour. And, you know, if someone needs to contact you, you will talk to them. It's, a, you know, I have really had to coach myself through it, but it was this crazy trauma that came up for me that I had to move through.
1: I think, well, you're not alone. You're not alone. That happened to a lot of our students. Um, I mean, I can't even tell you how many of, I, I think at least six people wow. I've heard that that actually that one thing that you removed was like, well, what if this, but what if this, but what if this, and it was so much fear and so much of this that needed to come through. And you recognize that it wasn't necessarily what you wanted to consume. It's what you felt like you had to do to feel safe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, had nothing to do with Instagram. It had nothing to do with TikTok. It had nothing to do with checking your emails. None of it. It had everything to do with this is what I need to do right now to feel safe and being able to alternatively find a new solution that would make you feel safe doing the exercises that Bridget talks about with nervous system regulation. And then also, you did amazing too with being able to coach yourself because you were aware of those thoughts. You were able to distinguish them. Allow them in, let them exist without shame or guilting them or feeling like, um, I can't believe I'm feeling this way because there's a lot of, a lot of times we think punishing ourselves is actually going to help us, um, have more motivation when it actually does the complete opposite.
0: Yeah. It does not feel good to punish yourself. No. No. At all. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of what I did. I think what I did is I allowed myself to check and make sure upon waking up that like my mom hadn't texted me or called me or my dad, like the important people in life, my sisters. um, And once I realized, okay, they're not contacting me, I'm allowed to have this hour. That's all I needed was to just, because I was trying to wake up and not look at all. And so, but I needed that little check-in to make sure the important people are not trying to contact me right now. And then I was able to give myself the hour and everything was fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think for for me, it was, even if I looked though, there would be like some kind of notification of some sort. So I recognized that I was, I do best if I just put the phone completely away Mm -hmm. and it allowed me to be present with my children more because I found that when I didn't have these tools, what I would actually do is I would look at the phone and then I would look at my emails first And then I would look at all the things I had to do. And then my kids would ask more of me. And then what would happen is, and then I would feel even more depleted. And then the likelihood of me snapping or feeling irritated or irritable or not fully present um, was much more, it was much more likely to happen. Um, And then I just felt like mad at myself for not being the person or the mom that I really wanted to be in that moment. Um, And I recognized like I was just doing it to myself. (laughs) And then I had to, I didn't recognize in those moments that I actually had new tools that I could use. And that, um, I, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that like, it's okay to not, um, give myself to everybody else first thing in the morning. Like, right? cause really true. If you're checking your phone, you're looking at your emails, like you're giving yourself away. Still you're, you're checking someone else's like, what does someone need from me? That type of thing. So I think it was really, really helpful just to be with myself for the first few moments and allow myself to be in that moment. And then to be able to tend to my children, which now my youngest sleeps in bed with me every single night, oh, me all the time, <laughs> I'm like mom, live. Hey, go back to your bed,
0: mom, live. it's all part of it. I was going to say that's one thing I love so much about like high by money mama is it's not this rigid schedule that you have to stick to. Like you're teaching people how to build their life and what they're doing around what works for them. And so like, we just realized that we approach it differently in the way that works for us. So that's, that's very cool.
1: Um, it has to do a lot with finding, you know, because we're two different types of people who two completely different lives. And it's the same thing that goes with like the way that you navigate through your days and the way you navigate through your business is going to have to be the way that you want to do it. And that feels best for you.
0: Exactly. So let's talk about, um, do you have any like advice for people who are really into this conversation and maybe want to like get more involved with what you do or just like, you know, a little input as a whole.
1: Yeah. I think the first, um, best step is to first off, understand if you like the way that I teach, I think being able to find um, that connection, sometimes specific people resonate better with different styles of learning. Um, so the best way to be able to figure that out is number one, listen to the podcast, there's Shiro's podcast. Number two, um, watch my two day masterclass, because that's a really good indication of you know, the way that I teach, the way that I, my slide decks are put together with like imagery and text and me at the same time, it's not always just direct to camera. Like sometimes different styles of learning need to be met in specific areas. So for example, I knew that I do best with imagery on, I'm a very visual learner. So if I don't have like a graph or something, (laughs) I'm like trying to just read the words and then look at the educator. And I'm like, I'm having a hard time. My brain isn't, Really fully taking it in. So I combine all three of direct to camera text and imagery to help pull it together. Uh, But yes, I think the podcast and my, you know, two day masterclass is a great, you know, way to just dive in, see what feels good. And I would also highly suggest, um, connecting with the other two coaches as well. Lindsay and Bridget are just phenomenal educators, phenomenal coaches that can help in two different kinds of ways. But if you're looking for like the go big, go home kind of thing, go big or go home, that's high five on your mama. Like you get all three of us and all the magic every single month. So
0: amazing. And so how can people find you?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram handle is mama who manifests, uh, my, TikTok is also Mama who manifests, and you can also find me, um, on there, she rose podcast on all listening platforms. So just type in there, she rose, like there she goes, but rose as in rising wolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh,
1: that was a little pun on that one that I created a while back that I thought was so cute. And now I'm like, mm.
0: no, I love it. It's clever. I'm such a big fan of everything you create because it's creative. Um, That brings up one last question before we go. And this is like just me to you asking because I'm curious. I love it. Um, When you created High Vibe Money Mom, it's nine months. And Mm -hmm. like you are mostly directed towards mompreneurs is what you call them. So mothers. Mm -hmm. I'm not a mother. I made that very clear in the beginning, but I have an inner child. So it's (laughs) kind of. Did you create this nine months specifically because it's like a
1: rebirthing process? Yes. I figured you did. I caught on to that. You don't like exactly. it but I caught yeah, on. they're to like, that. why nine months? I'm like, because you create life in nine months. And I, I was like, and this is the rebirth. Like, this is nine months of coming back home to yourself. And I was like, anything else doesn't feel as meaningful or symbolic of like life and living and birth and just, yeah. So, yes, yeah, good way of uh, catching on to that one well, good job. (laughs)
0: Um, What's interesting in my personal life, I'm doing a lot of healing in like, um, like femininity. And it's weird because I'm not a mom, but I'm healing a lot around motherhood, which is Wild, not being a mother, Um, and so it's interesting that it came into my life, and it was like you built this program around like rebirthing. So it's like this is my version of those things. Does that make sense? And so it's a different perspective of it, I guess.
1: A hundred percent, and and rebirth, and, and the thing is, is like we all have been. There's still a connection energetically to the mother energy, right? Just because of our lineage, right? So there's still this um mothering inside of you that you care you take care of yourself, right? You are your own parent. <laughs> so there is this um whether it be maternal um instinct, whether it be parenting reparenting yourself or re-learning to love this new version of yourself, coming back home to yourself, um, or the energetic ties of generational you know mother energy whether it be a foster mother an auntie an actual mom a grandmother like we all came from somewhere <laughs> so it's interesting how much we are really cutting the ties of that of you know there's this generational standpoint that you choose to step in when you join this rebirthing type of situation because you're saying no more am i being held back by things that i've been taught whether it was no fault to their own or whether it was that doesn't belong in kind of that statement, right? It's like, I'm choosing to be this version of myself, the author, the creator, the main character, all the, all the pieces now. And it's so empowering to be able to say, I get to choose. And now whatever comes after me comes from this space and how fucking powerful that is, you know?
0: it is powerful and I think it's interesting just for me to be able to be a part of it even though I'm not a mom like I feel so a part of that like mm-hmm. in society so it's incredible and I'm so grateful thank you so much for being here um Perfect. it's been amazing and I will catch you in high vibe yes okay don't
1: <laughs> <Can't> wait, <laughs> <Can't> wait.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for being here please give this podcast a like a share it really helps support us and we'll see you on the next episode